0: Today on CityCast Madison, happy first official day of summer. We continue our guide to summer entertainment this time with live on Queen, a drag show and dance block party extravaganza on King Street this Friday, June 23rd. Brandon Rounds, who performs as Bianca Lynn Breeze, is a prolific drag queen performer and organizer. They've helped make Live on Queen one of the standout Pride events in Madison. Rounds Regales producer Dylan Brogan on the festivities and dishes on how queer Madison really is. It's Wednesday, June 21st. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about.
1: Well, Brandon, thank you for being here today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
1: We brought you on to talk about Pride events happening this month, and and you've helped organize one. So what's happening with Live on Queen this year, which happens on King Street?
2: Yeah, so I'm really excited to be uh, having Live on Queen Street back again for our second year. We hosted it last year just kind of on uh, Majestic, and FPC Live was just sort of like, hey, you produce the drag shows at the Majestic. Let's try this. We need another spot filled. And I said, you know what, let's give it a try. And it's in June. So um, we did it. And it was their largest live on King Street that they had that year. So they were like, yep, we're definitely going to do this again next year. So (laughs) I met with them um, earlier in the year. And uh, we had it all figured out and figured out the date. And it happened to fall in Pride Month, which was very important to not only me, but our performers and the Majestic um, and FDC Live. So it kind of all aligned just how I wanted it to.
1: Yeah, so it's a, it's a dance party and, it, and there will be drag performers. But it just for someone who hasn't been there, what, what can they expect?
2: Yeah, honestly, it's just a, it's a really exciting, fun event that anybody and everybody is welcome to. We want to stress that anybody and everybody is welcome even kids can come. You know, it's open to anybody. The performances are all PG-13. There's nothing that's crazy. And then there's going to be live band. Cat and the Hurricanes going to be there. Um, we have three local queer DJs, uh, DJ Covergirl, DJ Sarah Akawa, and DJ Femme Noir. And then uh, I have 15 local uh, performers, drag entertainers, anywhere from trans entertainers to drag kings to drag queens like all different types of entertainers that are going to be there to fill the full spectrum of the entertainment world and then we did book a a previous RuPaul's Drag Race alum India Farah she uh, lives in Texas now but uh, is coming up to Madison to entertain us all so we're very excited to have India she was on RuPaul's Drag Race one of the seasons, and then also the All, all- Star season. So, oh, cool! A special big named guest. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're all pretty big names too, you know. I mean,
1: well, will <laughs> will you be performing as uh, Bianca Lynn Breeze?
2: At- yes, Bianca Lynn Breeze will be there. She's going to host the whole show from oh, cool six p.m. to eleven p.m. and you can catch her performance in the last set.
1: Is she going to be doing any Britney Spears?
2: Well, I mean, you must have done your research as you do know that I do love Britney Spears and that is my favorite entertainer, but I'm not sure what she's going to perform yet. It's going to be a surprise.
1: <laughs> Obviously, live on Queen, that is uh, one thing that you've had a big role in organizing, but how are you celebrating Pride this month?
2: Yeah, um, Pride's been a very exciting month. Um, I actually, I am the reigning uh, Miss Gay Wisconsin USA, uh, and I just got back from Nationals at the end of May, um, representing the state of Wisconsin in Dallas, Texas.
1: Well, hold on. Uh, wow. So tell us about that. So how, how did you get that title?
2: Miss Gay Wisconsin is a very prestigious title here in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, if people know the pageant well, I'll kind of like dummy it down, I guess. There are cities all over the state of Wisconsin that host preliminary pageants um, or regions in the state of Wisconsin that host preliminary pageants. And people compete for those. And then when they win or they get second runner-up, they are qualified to run for the state title of Miss Gay Wisconsin in, in the fall. So I happened to win. I represented Capital City, which is the city of Madison. And I won in October of 2022. So I've been representing... Traveling the state of Wisconsin and went to Dallas, Texas at the end of May as Miss Gay, Wisconsin, U.S. of A. Well, congratulations.
1: Thank you. Is that like Allison Dairyland? Are you uh, (laughs) what are your responsibilities uh, in that role?
2: The responsibilities in the role are pretty um, wide open. You can kind of do whatever you want with it. But obviously, you do have to represent the state of Wisconsin by going to the different cities and being at those preliminary pageants as the symbol of excellence. Other responsibilities that I kind of took on myself is, was I wanted to do more things like this, like podcasts to you know, spread awareness and education about the LGBTQ community and what drag really is. Because in our nation right now, drag is not going so well. We are trying to fight to be able to perform in public spaces. And thankfully, Wisconsin, we're okay for now. So um, hopefully, Things will look up from here for some of those other states that are seeing some backlash.
1: There's this this tension right now with, with drag performers, but it also seems like that just the whole genre of it is also just gained so much popularity. So are those two things happening at the same time?
2: Yeah, they're kind of simultaneously happening. So, you know, RuPaul's drag race has been a huge influence on the drag community in showing awareness you know, throughout our nation, it's on major platforms like MTV and Paramount Plus and all these things. So people are becoming a lot more aware of what drag is. But now some of these haters are coming out of the woodwork and they are starting to, you know, say that drag is bad and you're stripping in front of children and things like that, which is definitely not the case because most drag entertainers are probably wearing seven layers of tights, which are not exposing and we're wearing couch cushions and clothed fully so it's not even at all the case um but yeah it's been um it's been a very weird with having you know it drag getting so much exposure um but with exposure is going to bring out some hatred
1: what about, like, here in Madison, which does have a reputation for, for being very queer-friendly? Um, There was a drag event at the zoo. And like you said, though, that there is this pushback to drag performances and a lot of conflation about what it is and some kind of crazy fears being put out there. So, I mean, you heard about East High School had to postpone a drag show due to safety concerns. Do you have any concerns about performing in Madison?
2: I personally don't have concerns. Um... Because I'm going to continue to push for LGBTQ rights and for drag uh, because it has saved so many different people's lives, um, whether youth or adults. And so the only way I can do that is to continue to do what I'm doing and doing over 20 shows a month and continue to be there for people and just spread that kindness and just kind of let that hatred just be pushed behind. Of course, I do worry sometimes, I guess, but nothing has happened as of yet. Knock on wood. And I can't let, you know, things like that try to hide me. So I'm going to continue just to push for what I, what I believe in and what brings happiness to people.
1: 20 shows is a lot a month. So it, it isn't just like a, a stage performance show that you're putting on. So what other drag events are, are you doing? I, I hear there might be some bingo involved.
2: <laughs> yeah, there are definitely bingo involved. Lots of bingo. Bingo is the hot ticket right now. So everybody loves bingo. Yeah, so I produce um, many different events. I have my own event production company called BLB Productions. And I produce drag bingos. I do drag brunches. We do evening shows. We do drag dinner shows. We do drag bingo dinner shows. Like whatever all different types of events. I also do panel discussions um, with different companies and organizations. Um, So, you know, I I love organizing this stuff. Event planning and producing is my career and I love what I do. So when you're loving what you do every day of your life, you don't work a day in your life. So I absolutely love my, I work a full-time job as well. Um, And then plus doing drag and drag brings happiness to people and it brings joy to me. Well, and you said drag saves lives.
1: So what do you mean by that?
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, you know, especially in youth, they don't know who they are or what you're always struggling. You never know what you want to be when you grow up or you're always kind of placed in a certain way as far as like, this is what you need to do. But drag can really help people experience an artistic side of themselves that they may not have have had. And then in adults, we were always taught male and female is, your, is, is gender. That's male and female. So drag definitely allowed somebody who maybe didn't feel comfortable in their own skin as a male, but could dress in drag and feel more comfortable and confident in who they are. And a lot of my friends who are trans friends, they started out doing drag and then have now transitioned to full female or full male because it, drag helped them sort of as a stepping stone to understand who they are as an individual and as a person. So drag literally has saved lives.
0: Y'all, there is a truly special opportunity coming this month. The Harry Whitehorse International Wood Sculpture Festival is running from June 14th through the 22nd. And it's a first of its kind, week-long celebration of contemporary and traditional wood sculpture and indigenous culture. It's named after the world-renowned Ho-Chunk sculptor and painter who lived in Monona, the late Harry Whitehorse. And it will be hosted at the iconic San Damiano Park, right on the shores of Lake Monona. The fest is inviting 12 international sculptors from countries like Peru, Germany, Ukraine, and more for a week-long artisan residence. And it will host demonstrations of live sculpture and Ho-Chunk arts and crafts, such as black ash basketry, porcupine quill art, and finger weaving. Plus, they've got live music and food. Plan your visit and learn more at harrywhitehorse.com slash festival. Kids are our future, right? And we all wanna make sure that future is bright. That's why making sure that their bodies, minds, and characters are strong. Luckily, KidStrong coming to Sun Prairie might just be the answer. KidStrong is a national franchise that uses a science-based trading program that focuses on character, physical, and brain development through weekly 45-minute age-based classes. And a pair of Sun Prairie parents are opening a new KidStrong location at Prairie Lake Shopping Center. Instruction is led by world-class certified coaches, and kids are taught everything from the importance of shaking hands to how to do a pull-up correctly and 77% of parents in the program credit KidStrong with boosting their children's self-confidence. Interested? You can call or text 608-369-8866 or visit their social media at KidStrong Sun Prairie to learn more. The program opens in the next few weeks and you can save money by registering today.
1: Well, that's interesting that you I have been out around Wisconsin and been able to assess um, where things are at. So, I mean, how would you rate Madison in terms of its queer scene and and how welcoming it is? Uh, One through 10, just to start it off, and then maybe you can
2: explain your reasoning. I mean, for me, it's going to be a little bit different just because I'm a cis white man. And by cis white man, I mean, I was born male and I identify as male. So for me, as a cis white male entertainer and as a gay guy in Madison, You know, I would rate Madison like probably an eight. I think we could do better, obviously, but I feel safe here. I feel like I can walk around State Street holding my, you know, a partner's hand or that I can, you know, I've walked from like Shamrock Bar and Grill down to the Rigby and full drag and not had anything, you know, anybody say anything bad or that it was out of the ordinary. So I feel pretty safe in the Madison area, Um, but, you know, and in other cities, you know, it's, it's not the same, you know, they don't, a lot of the performers that are in other areas, you know, kind of escape those smaller towns to come to Madison or Milwaukee um, to feel safe and be able to perform and be who they are. Uh, But that doesn't go to say that, you know, in, in our, in our club here in, in Madison, we've, our owner gets, threats via Facebook and threats via phone call, you know, all the time. So we always have to be kind of on alert. And we, in the beginning of every show, we, we tell everyone where the emergency exits are, you know, we, that's the point that we are in our country right now is that we have to tell everybody, you know, Hey, you know, welcome to our show. This can be a really exciting, exciting time, but Hey, by the way, here's where all the emergency exits are in case something should happen.
1: Yeah, that's not great.
2: Yeah, it's not. But the thing is, is that we can't, again, like as entertainers, we can't let somebody who writes a threat stop us from what we're doing. That's what they want. They want us to stop performing and kind of just be a quote unquote normal person and not do what we enjoy doing. So we just kind of have to push that to the side and just be aware of our emergency exits and be aware of what might happen but
1: yeah what a, so someone will just call call the venue up and just be like this better not happen here and make some threat or yeah. that's yeah wow yeah it's hard to move past that um but, uh,
2: i know i'm sorry
1: no no and well i'm glad you're telling us about it because um i mean particularly this is all over a, a fun drag bingo show yeah just
2: drag bingo shows drag shows anything that's drag related
1: so maybe we can just talk about why drag is important to just the broader mass and culture generally. Is this a good place to perform
2: drag? Yeah, I mean aside from sometimes the threats, <laughs> I enjoy doing drag bingos in some of these smaller communities that are just outside of Madison, like Verona, Cambridge, Cottage Grove, Oregon, Cross Plains. These different places are some of my favorite places to do drag bingos because They fill up with such amazing, supportive people, and they're always sold out. They are packed to the brims with people who are there to support. People come up to me after events, and they say, I want to thank you so much for doing this here. We don't always get get to go to, to Madison, and I just love that you're bringing this art form here. I have a nephew who is questioning who they are and I really want to bring them to this because I think it would help them or maybe I have someone who came who comes up to me and says I want to thank you for saying your pronouns in the beginning of bingo because I'm a non-binary individual and it's important to talk about pronouns like there's so much support and so much excitement that's happening in this area and I that's why these threats don't really bother me because there's so much support and so much love, um, that is happening in the area and people who are keyboard warriors and who take to phone or whatever, they're just people who are sad with their lives. So
1: if somebody who may be new or, um, I mean, what, what pride events, or is there anything in particular that you make sure not to miss out on?
2: Well, I'm going to be Very particular and um, a little selfish here, but obviously any event that I'm a part of is going to be a fantastic event or that I'm producing.
1: It's a good place to start, yeah.
2: Yeah, Absolutely, BiancaLimBreeze.com. But obviously, you know, Milwaukee Pride is always a really great event in our state. That just happened um, in the beginning of June. I was there, got to perform on the main stage and also um, one of the block parties, which was fantastic. But then uh, Madison specifically, um, they don't do pride in June, which I love. Yeah.
1: Isn't the parade in August usually? Yeah,
2: we hope. So there isn't a parade anymore, but we do have a pride fest that is at Warner park on August 20th. Uh, it's called magic fest and that is welcome to everybody. There's a drag stage, there's drag queen story hour, there's face painting, there's tons of vendors food, all kinds of food, drinks, everything. It's such a fun time. It's all hosted by Outreach, which is our LGBTQ Resource Center here in Madison. So it's a wonderful event for people to come out, bring the kids out, bring the family, bring the dogs. Anybody can come. It's a really fun event. That's on August 20th. So I love that we do it in August because it's not during the Pride Month festivities where there's Milwaukee Pride, there's Minneapolis Pride, there's Chicago Pride, where everybody sort of goes everywhere. So it's nice to have it right here in August um, in Madison. Uh, so hopefully we'll and and it's my birthday weekend, so it's an extra celebration for me.
1: Okay, so people can look forward um, to that in August, and and meantime check out live on Queen. And when did that start? Because it it was a you said it was a big hit last year. Is it? Are we in our second year,
2: third year? Yeah, this is the second year that we've done it. Okay. So we just started it last year and we got such great support. Um, it was a wonderful event last year. It actually happened um, when the state of Wisconsin had signed uh, no abortion. Was that what it was or the, or the nation?
1: The Dobbs decision.
2: Terrible time. Um, And it happened to be on the day of Live on Queen last year. There was a lot of protesting happening on the state capitol. But what was beautiful was that everybody came together on that day, and it was a celebration for Pride, but also the protesters came in to Pride and enjoyed a little bit of dancing and celebration, and then would go out and march, and people from uh, Live on Queen would go out and join them in the march, and it was just a beautiful time in the city of Madison around the Capitol. So I'm excited to bring um, Live on Queen back again this year on June 23rd. It's going to be a wonderful Friday evening on the Capitol.
1: Well, thank you for telling us all about it. And congratulations on on being Miss Gay Wisconsin.
2: Thank you so much.
0: That was Live on Queen organizer Brandon Rounds, a.k.a. local drag queen and bingo caller extraordinaire Bianca Lynn Breeze, with CityCast producer Dylan Brogan. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Madison Schools, what's new? You might remember how the Madison School District's comm director, Tim Lamons has been under fire for accusations of bullying and harassment, in addition to reports of less than professional treatment of journalists. Well, Lamons is now on leave during another investigation into his department. In other news, more pride to be celebrated, and in new places. This Saturday, June 24th, the first annual Madison East Side Pride Fest will pop off at the Dive-In on Cottage Grove Road. There's no cover and it's being thrown in collaboration with Lesbian Pop-Up Bar and Java Cat. There'll be a lot of music, food, kids' activities, and more. And if you're interested, next Tuesday, June 27th, Underground Self-Defense on State Street is offering a free Pride Self-Defense class. That will be 90 minutes of basics centering the needs of the LGBTQIA community. You need proof of COVID vaccination and to register in advance. We'll share a link in our show notes to both of these events. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this podcast with someone who would love a Kiki, darling? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, sashay away. Was I rushing?